From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Hey, thanks for inviting me into your home, your truck, your smartphone, your crystal radio, wherever you're hearing me. Welcome. Albert the Intern is here, and we have another HOA going, and you can join the live stream by going to my Twitter feed, at Richard Serrett, and while there, be sure to follow and say hi, again, at Richard Serrett. Uh, you'll find that link for the HOA at the top or near the top of the Twitter feed. And it's a, it's a YouTube live stream link. Just click on that. And um, if you miss it and you're just listening on regular terrestrial radio or on the podcast and you want to see the uh, the YouTube stream, you can uh, check it out. It'll be archived on our YouTube channel. That's The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And uh, we've uh, got a live guest in studio here, which we don't... Uh, do very often, so we had to tidy up a little bit, because we have company, and I'll introduce you to her in just a moment. I just want to mention that Albert has posted some great stories atop richardserrett.com in the highlight carousel. Uh, there's a fascinating story there about the CIA's campaign to steal Apple's secrets, and uh, there's also sort of dipped into the archives for this one, a story dating back to 2013 from um, the folks at the Center for Research on Globalization. Uh, back in 2013, they published a study on new seismic evidence pointing towards controlled demolition of the WTC buildings during 9-11. Dre Russo uh, is a doctor of geophysics and geology and a former researcher in the French National Center of Scientific Research, or the CNRS. And he has published 50 papers on the relationships between the characteristics of progressive mechanical waves and geology. So, in other words, he's an expert on measurement of acoustic waves. And uh, Rousseau, in this report, says that the seismic waves measured on September 11th proves that the three buildings were brought down by controlled demolition. Uh, So that is up on the highlight carousel at richardserrett.com. You can uh, click on that. It'll take you to the article, read it, and decide for yourself whether that's credible or not. Uh, once again, let me remind you of my live stage event, Follow the Truth 2 in Oshawa, Region Theatre, fast approaching, uh, Sunday, April the 26th, and I'm presenting seven remarkable speakers. That'll be followed by an exclusive meet and greet, JFK assassination researcher Nelson Thal, who also serves as the researcher for my television program, The Conspiracy Show. He'll be there unpacking the Zapruder film frame by frame. That's not to be missed. Uh, Canada's Canada's Edgar Cayce, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, with a live demonstration of remote viewing. Uh, We'll talk about the Lost Tribes of Israel, the Shroud of Turin. Rosemary Ellen Guiley is uh, flying up. Paranormal investigator Rosemary Ellen Guiley will do a live uh, demonstration on stage involving spirit communication and her spirit boxes. Dr. John Hall flying up from San Antonio to talk about electronic harassment. Uh, UFOs, Gods and Angels producer. This is a great documentary if you haven't seen it already. It's um, uh, put together by Ali Siadatan, who's been on the program as well. So that's all happening Sunday, April the 26th, live on stage, Region Theatre, yours truly hosting. For more info, visit followthetruth.tv. Now, I mentioned Dr. Cottrell, remote viewer, medical intuitive. He's also a healer. Uh, And if you're a regular listener to this program, you'll be well aware of some of the remarkable events that have transpired between Dr. Cottrell and my good friend George Ginescu, the host of Big Band Sunday Night, whose program precedes mine here on our flagship station, AM 740 Zuma Radio. Uh, But there are others. 
There are others out there with this gift of the healing touch. Energy healing, some call it. Others call it faith healing. And I've recently learned of one such from someone else in the remote viewing community. And uh, she joins us here in studio uh, from Kentucky. Anita Atwell has been blessed with the ability to work with the God Light Source Energy, as she calls it, to help and heal those who are seeking the answers to their own personal life traumas. When fear, loss, and crisis, mentally, physically, and emotionally, have changed the energy in their lives. Anita has the ability to see into the physical body, very much like an x-ray, tapping into the causes and sources of the conditions affecting people. She's a true medium, being able to not only heal, but also to foresee the future, clear negative energy and blockages, and connect and communicate with those who have passed on, offering guidance and messages. Anita Atwell, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? Very good, Richard. Nice to meet you. Sorry, there. it's a rookie mistake on my part. I forgot to turn your mic on. <laughs> okay. Nice to meet you, Richard. Nice to and meet hello you. hello to all of you listeners. Yes. Uh, now, you're, you're coming to us uh, from Kentucky. Yes. And uh, we have a couple of affiliates down in, I think, in, in Lexington. Oh, so uh, if nice. you want to say hello to anyone down in, uh, in Kentucky. Hello to my fellow Kentuckians. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're called? Kentuckians? Kentuckians. All right. How did this begin for you, Anita? I mean, is this you know, I, is this genetic? Is this generational? Um, I think so. Yeah, I, I know my mother has abilities also, and my father did too. Um, but I, I started at a really early age, seeing you know, I saw my grandfather when I was probably four years old. After he had passed. After he, I hadn't, I had never met him because um, he passed before he got to meet me. So. At the age of four, I had never met him, but he came to me um, as I was outside playing on a swing set. And so he came to me um, when I was four, and I did, you know, I, I had an encounter with him. He actually saved my life. But I was getting ready to jump into a creek, and he told me my mother was calling for me. So I, um, that was my first experience with, uh, you know, with seeing someone who had passed. Do you, how, I mean, how did you find out that that was your grandfather? Well, um, he said he was my grandfather, and of course, I was like, okay, as a child, you you just believe, right? Right. And um, so he he screamed at me as I was getting ready to jump into the water, and he said, "Your mother is calling you. Your mother's calling you." And I'm like, "No, she isn't. I don't hear her." But I eventually left and went back home, and I told my mother, I said, "My grandfather." My grandfather um, told me that you were calling me, and she said, "What grandfather?" And and she so she thought it was her father who was still alive at the time. So she ran to get a picture of him and showed it to me. And I was like, "No, not that grandpa, the other grandpa." And she's like, "Oh, Anita, you don't have another grandpa. He's died." And so she goes and gets the other picture of the other grandpa. I'm like, "Yeah, that's him. That's the one. He's outside." <laughs> so she runs outside looking for him, and of course, there's no one there. But that was my first experience. Do you remember that vividly, or do you remember being told about it? I remember it vividly. Right. And that was the first? That was the first experience, yeah. Uh, and and then I learned to kind of suppress it because um, my mother didn't believe me. So I suppressed it for years, you know, when I would see or get messages or see people, you know, that had passed. So I learned to suppress it, and then later in life... I ended up um, 
learning how to use that to help people. So I have a business management degree, and I ended up being in the transportation business. Um, and so I've seen a lot of people from a lot of different countries. I lived in California at the time, and I met a lot of people from a lot of different countries, and they would, I would be in their presence, and I would start seeing their loved ones that were had passed. And so one day I just, it was, you know, it's actually like, divine energy takes over and then I would um, speak to them and tell them about their loved ones and they would always accept or break down crying or something and and it would bring such a healing to them so that's that was the start um, of actually using it I had the ability my whole life but didn't use it actually to help people because I didn't really know how and so I, I you know God actually divide the divine energy started to um, help me to use that to heal people put me in a position um, in the transportation area so that I could meet people from all over the world and be able to heal them, you know, rather than being in a, uh, an accounting job, which I started out in after I graduated college, wasn't the means to be able to utilize that ability. So is there, is there always the presence of, of more than one ability? In other words, yes. if, a, if a person is a healer, uh, energy healer. Do they also have the ability to uh, media of mediumship, uh, clairaudience, or clairvoyance? Yes, I, I, and I'm only speaking for myself, but I have. I get, a, you know, I get video pictures, you know, like of things that are going to happen or have happened. I also hear things, you know, from God. Um, I, I just, it's a very spiritual connection that. Is, is what takes place during these healings or messages that need to be um, delivered to a person. So there, it comes in many forms. Sometimes I will hear the answer or I will see it like a video or um, I'll see the actual person, you know, the, the person that the love, the person that has lost a loved one that is coming through. And I'll what, see them. What role does the, the departed soul play in the healing process, if any? Are they giving well, you information? Well, usually the only, the only time that they, you know, that, that is ever, that they ever, um, show up is when that person needs closure or they need to he- they need to heal from that person's loss. Okay, so they don't they don't aid and assist in the in the physical healing. No, the physical healing is all divine energy. You know, it's God's energy. All right. And He just uses me as a as a conduit. I really don't do the healing. God actually does the healing, and I'm just kind of like, um, you know, I prayed about this once. I was like, God, why why me when you could do this in an instant? And He said because they wouldn't know it was me, and I, and I got it right away. You know, like. So if you were if you were ill, even if you prayed about that, and um, and you were sick, and all of a sudden you got better, you wouldn't really know was it divine energy or did it just go away? And then another reason was is because he he said to me, um, you know, they don't know to come to me for the healing or they won't ask because we all are given free will here, right? We're all given free will to. To do as we please, and so sometimes people just don't know to to go to him and ask, and so he uses me as a conduit between that person or a mediumship between that person, and, and so I, that I'm able to see 
what takes place in the healing and then deliver that message back to that person. Anita Atwell is here uh, from Kentucky, a spiritual energy healer and uh, also a medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I mentioned earlier that I found out about you uh, from someone in the remote viewing community, yes. Joanne Crobot, who's actually here in studio mm-hmm. uh, with us. And I understand that you, uh, well, we're heading into a break here shortly. When we come back, we'll talk about you've recently been on a sort of a whirlwind tour. Was it down in Florida? Yes. Uh, laying on hands, as they say. Right. Right. We'll find out about uh, your uh, your adventures down in okay. uh, in the Sunshine State when we come back. Anita Atwell in studio here on The Conspiracy Show. We'll open up the phones as well for questions and comments. And uh, those phone numbers will be rolling across the airwaves shortly. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Keeping an eye on the new world order. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Uh, Anita Atwell is with us, energy healer and a medium, uh, clairaudience, clairvoyance. Yes. Uh, I recently, I was on, I, I hosted Coast to Coast on uh, uh, the last couple of nights, and I had a, um, a gentleman on speaking about materialization mediumship, and this is where mediums produce ectoplasm out of their nose, eye solar plexus. Uh, what do you think of that that whole phenomenon? I'm not familiar with that. Um, I, I do believe that probably that you know that that can that is possible. Yeah, these I mean the ectoplasm coming forth and uh, um, very it was far more sort of known I guess back in the the early days of the spiritualist church in places like England and mm-hmm. even South Africa and and parts of New England. Uh, and there are photographs of this ectoplasm. Uh, coming out of this person, and uh, in some cases, uh, an, a full-on apparition formed out of the ectoplasm. Uh, it's, it's remarkable. That's right. That's right. It, it because um, you know, as as much as we don't want to believe it, we have as many as much dark energy here as we do light energy, like angels that are among us. We also have as much dark energy, and they also, you know, can affect people and and be in possession of people. So it's uh, it's a, it's a kind of a scary place, but it's true. And so when people get clear of that energy, then their life changes. We're going to try an experiment, and, and Anita, uh, we're putting her on the spot a little bit. She's never uh, attempted this on the radio, but if people were to call in and they sure. wanted to find out about someone who's passed on, you may be able to uh, to contact yes. that person. Yes, sure. And also, if someone has a um, a physical ailment, you may uh-huh. you may be able to peer inside their body and let them know what what might be going on. And of course, we always issue the issue the the medical yes. uh, caveat that you, you need to consult your physician. Uh-huh. So, of course. So tell me what happened down in Florida. So we did this wonderful tour in Florida, and we um, visited several cities um, and were available for healings. And we did groups and individuals, and we had miraculous healings that went on down there. So it was really um, rewarding. Give me a few for instances, what, some of the for standouts. Instances, um, we had a lady that was really, really suffering um, emotionally, um, and I, I didn't know that going into it, but as the healing took place, you know, we saw all of this emotional um, suffering from her, and so it was amazing, like five people that had passed that she needed closure on came through for her, and also, you know, um, she had 
a relationship, a really sad relationship with her daughter who is still living. Um, and she got, during the healing, all of this emotion, because people suppress emotions. And when they suppress emotions, it blocks the body from being healthy. And she had had cancer. So I would, I most definitely think that all of these suppressed emotions were probably the cause of the cancer. Do you believe that's um, the cause of most I, disease? I do think that's a cause of most disease, is a body being blocked in either suppressed emotion or dark energy or, um, blockage of not letting go of emotional, suppressed emotional problems, pains, past pains, because I believe in that spot in the body, there's no energy flow. So when the energy flow isn't flowing in the body in that spot, I think that's when the body stagnates and then it breaks down and what they, we call our immune system gets weakened. Isn't that the basis it, of a lot of Chinese medicine, qi and, and acupuncture so, and so forth? Yeah. Yeah. So I think when, when you get healed of that, you heal the body along with a diet, a correct diet, right? That's really important um, because, uh, you know, cancer lives in an acid body. Yes. So as long as the body's alkaline, cancer cannot survive. And along with being healthy emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So if you get those three things, emotional, spiritually, and physically out of the body, along with a good diet, I don't think any disease can live in a body. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. And we have, is it Irene in Rockwood, Ontario? Irene, welcome to The Conspiracy <laughs> Show. You're on the line with Anita Atwell. Uh, yes. I Hi. Hi. I was diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer, back in 2010. Uh-huh. And I went to a faith healer, and I believed that I had been healed. And uh, my oncologist said I should have chemo, which I did have, even though I mm. felt I shouldn't have it because I felt I had been healed. Then last year I was diagnosed again with ovarian cancer. Wow. And I'm now going through chemo again. Mm. And even though I think I'm a spiritual person and I believe that I was healed and I do pray to God to heal me and whatnot, but still, uh-huh. now I'm back with this disease again. Sorry to hear that, uh, yeah, Irene. What would you like to know that, from Irene. Anita? What would you like to know from Anita? Well, she just said that uh, you're, you have a lot of emotions that you hold in, and and uh, you know, we. I seem to. If that's the case, then I'm causing myself to have the illness. What is your diet like? I'll start with that because, um, well, first off, with the with the chemo, the chemo is really chemo in cancer patients is really really bad because it, it only not only I'm not a doctor, so I want you to note that, and I'm not going to be written down, but um, you know you need to check with your doctor. But uh, chemo itself is it destroys the good with the bad, and so it's so taxing on the body to begin with. Yeah, so the chemo that you had for the first cancer in the breast probably weakened your body so much, so then the cancer was able to um, form in another area. I think that's truly what happens when people do chemo, you know, that it taxing on the body so much. It is, it's just toxic. Um, I know that there was a doctor or something on on the Internet talking about chemo. There's 97% of the people that do chemo do not get healed from chemo. And so um, it's not a healer of cancer. It actually just destroys the body more. I think that um, 
Yeah, it's, 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 it's you interesting. Have a Very loss. few people seem to die from cancer. They die yes. from all the pneumonia and all the other uh, things because mm-hmm. their their body's been ravaged not only by the disease but sometimes by the supposed cure. Right. Oh, and most definitely. I mean, the chemo, I had to ask them to reduce it. They reduced it by 20% as from the last one and then this one on it that I'm having on Thursday. They, uh-huh. Like I said, they reduced the... Uh, reduced it by 20%. Well, I think the best thing that you can do for yourself is get yourself alkaline by what you're eating. And, and you know, um, cancer cannot live in an alkaline body. So if you get yourself alkaline and, and your body, your diet's probably acidic, I don't know, but I would I would say that your body's acidic. So if you would get your body alkaline, and then I do feel like, that you had a loss, um, you've had a loss of someone that you've really suffered from. Okay, I think we lost uh, Irene. Oh, uh, is there, she hopefully, gone? she's listening off the air. Oh, uh, we had a little sorry, with the Irene. Phone. That's okay. That's okay. I'm sure she's she's able to listen off the air. Uh, we do have Mary in Oshawa. Mary, welcome to the Conspiracy Hi. Show. Hi, Hi Mary. Hi. Um, I've had chronic pain for 20 years, and I can't seem to get rid of it. And I'm just wondering if you see something that's stopping me from getting rid of it do you eat a lot of dairy i feel like you eat a lot of dairy i do you eat a lot of dairy and i feel like it makes your joints ache um so you your body it's it's almost toxic for you you're like um you're almost allergic to dairy i think so i think if you if you stop the dairy you'll you'll your body aches in the joints am i correct you're you're Uh, well I, i had an injury uh-huh. So the left side of my body um, uh, is is injured. That's where I get the pain in my face, head, neck, mm. um, uh, arm, shoulder, upper back, lower back, chest. Yes, I think you would heal though if you stopped eating the dairy. I think you're ha- you have um, an, an allergic, like an allergic reaction in your body to the dairy, mm-hmm. and then your body would heal if you would let go of that. Really. Anything else? Or um, dairy. Anita Atwell in studio with us yes. from uh, Kentucky. Mary from Oshawa on the line. Uh, Mary, I think um, that you have nerve damage. Mm hmm. And that if you would, um, you you need to you need to balance your body. I feel like your body's out of balance, mm-hmm. and you have nerve damage, and the nerve is causing your pain. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, I feel like it comes down your neck and through your shoulder, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think like you might need some some physical therapy with that. If you did physical therapy and you got rid of the dairy, you'd feel a, a big a release from the pain. Yeah, I did go to a physiotherapist. Yeah. He's pretty good, but my problem is um, drafts increase my pain. They make my muscle spasm. And so that means like even like a breeze outside or air conditioning or ventilation systems. Um, you know, if I go in a bus or in a car and there's uh, the breeze on there, that increases my pain. So if I go, for, for example, for a physiotherapy appointment, I feel better as soon as I leave. As soon as I get on the bus, I get drafts on me, 
and boom, the pain is back as if I've had no treatment at all. And that's something um, nobody else really has. Doctors can't really explain why my muscles... I think it's aggravating the nerves. See, that's what I'm thinking, too. Yes. I tell that to the doctors, and they keep saying it's the muscle. I think it's nerves. Mm-hmm. I think it's the nerve damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could help you with that. If you want to go to our, my website, uh-huh. I can do a remote healing on you for that and help you with the nerve damage. Okay. And the website, Anita? It's um, com. AnitaHealing.com. All right, Mary, um, there you go. Good luck with that. Hope that was of some help. Okay, thank you. Uh, Anita, you, your mother, is a, is she a nurse or was a nurse? She is. She is a nurse. And there was a, a case of a, um, a four-year-old boy. Yes, uh, there was. With a, a medical problem, and she called you in to assist. Tell us mm-hmm. about that. Well, she was um, she was sitting with the, the, the boy, and... He had had four, well, he was being treated for a cold, and his mother um, kept treating him for a cold, and the doctor kept treating him for the cold. So she, after about a month of that, she was like, there's something else wrong. So he said, bring him in, let's do an x-ray. And um, they did an x-ray on his chest, come to find out he was born with four holes in his heart. So they decided to do surgery. So they did surgery and took tissues from the heart and closed the two bigger holes, left the two smaller holes open, and sadly, after the surgery, he had four multiple strokes, and um, it was really sad, and so he was left paralyzed. He couldn't even move his eyes, couldn't swallow, um, couldn't go to the bathroom. I mean, no limbs were moving, and he also had a jerking motion in his head from back, you know, from the nerve damage. So my mom calls me in knowing my ability. She calls me in and asks me to come in and see what I could do for him. And, of course, it's always if God is willing, right? So um, I come in, and I immediately know that I can help him somehow. And so I lay my hand on his head, and, you know, I can see in the body like an X-ray, and I just knew that I could see in the back right of the brain that the brain had just was dead. There was no firing in the brain. That's exactly what I said to his mom. There's no firing in the brain. There's no activity in the brain. And this is the cause of all of the, you know, paralyzation of his body. And um, Was he in a vegetative state? Yeah, he was pretty much. He, he, could, he, had, he was aware, but he had no function to talk or to move his body in any way, not even um, follow you with his eyes. It was really sad, but he he was aware and he was somewhat unaware too, you know. But um, so, in like five minutes of laying my hand on his head, I could see all of this, and I told his mother, you know, there's no firing in the brain. She was like, that's exactly what his doctor said, and they had given up hope on him. He had been there for two months with with no change. So we did this healing, and miraculously. Um, Within one week, he was able to regain movement of one arm and one leg. He was able to, um, he was able to, in the first week, um, it was the second week, I'm sorry. It was first week, one at one leg, one arm. In the second week, he was able to regain his uh, movement of his eyes and then the other leg and other arm. And he was able to stand. And by the third week, he was able to speak. 
he said mama for the first time in the, by the third week. It was really miraculous. And so it was, it was a blessing. It was really a blessing to watch it. Now, are you coming in, were you coming in every day doing the laying on of hands or just one time? Just the one time because this energy lasts for 30 to 45 days in the body. And so every day they get a little more better, a little more healing, a little more healing, a little more healing. And, um, I told her that, you know, that he'll be healing a little bit every day for the next 30 days. And so now he's almost, he's fully, he's almost fully recovered. He can stand and move all arms. He's saying sentences. He's back in school and it's, it's really a beautiful thing. It's really a beautiful thing. Now, Thank when God. you have a case like that, mm-hmm. uh, how did the doctors, uh, explain what had happened? Spontaneous? You know, they, 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 um, they don't know. They, they well, they, you know, they don't, they don't really know the healing took place, but, they just, they still said we had given up hope and it's miraculous that he came back. So they don't really realize, you know, that I came in and healed. I don't think their mother told them the full story about it, but she is, uh, she's fully aware that that is the reason he healed and she's given us a testimony on our website. So it should be up soon. But, um, he's, he's amazing. It's amazing how much changed in his whole body. And it, you know, it's, it, it saved his life pretty much. There are a number of faith healers uh, on on TV, and listen, I don't need to tell you there are so right, many so hoaxers many, out there, yes. and charlatans, and 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 so forth. And I always wonder when these healers come on TV. Uh, if I had that gift, I wouldn't be on TV doing it. I would make a beeline unannounced to Sick Kids Hospital or w- right. what have you, and I would just be there like 24 hours. Right. Um, you know, why don't they do that? Is that because they don't really have the ability? I'm not sure about that. I think sometimes, uh, I, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think. Do you spend a lot of time in children's hospitals? I do. I have done a lot of, maybe not in the children's hospital, but I've, my whole life, just recently have we, um, begun to make it, you know, and we have to charge something because we do travel and we have to cover our expenses. But for years, I've done volunteer in um, uh, Betty Ford Center, people from the Betty Ford Center. I've did people in the transportation, just people I would run into from all over the world. I've healed them for free. And All right. Anita, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. Yeah. Anita Atwell here, energy healer, medium. We'll take uh, calls as well, comments and questions as the conspiracy show continues. Don't go away. Exploring theories, uncovering facts, and offering a different view of the universe. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. To speak to Richard live, call 416-360-0740. Anita Atwell is uh, uh, with us in studio via from uh, Kentucky and uh, appears to have a remarkable gift, the gift of energy healing. Faith healing, would you use that term as well? Is sure, that, they, faith healing. Faith healing, energy healing. Now, uh, if I use the term faith healing, does that imply that the person being healed needs to have faith? Not necessarily, but it helps if they do. But a lot of times that's why I'm brought to them, because they don't have the faith to have, you know, to ask God for healing. And so 
um, I'm the person that kind of brings God to them because they don't have faith. So they don't necessarily have to have the faith. You know, there's an old uh, uh, expression about, you know, prayer. And uh, some people say, well, he didn't answer my prayers. Well, and uh, the reply is, well, God always answers your prayers. But sometimes the answer is no. Is it, does it sometimes happen that someone isn't healed because maybe in the big picture, sure. God doesn't want them Right, it's only if it's in his will that they be healed. So sometimes he has another plan for them. Sometimes you're not able to heal them. And usually I know that before I have to help someone. You were telling me an interesting story off the air uh, that involves uh, a a cab because there's a very popular game show up here in uh, Canada, and my Uh my children love it. It's called the Cash Cab. Have you seen it? Uh, (laughs) Do you know the Cash Cab? I do. I do. I've watched it. Okay, so it's it's, it's everywhere. People get into this cab, and unbeknownst to them, all of a sudden the lights go off, and now Uh they're they're involved in a game show en route to their destination. Right. Uh, But you had sort of a, a similar, I mean, you had a healing cab. Tell me about that. Yes. I did. I'm, I, I was, I have a degree in accounting and I was doing that at the time and I needed a part-time job. And, um, my roommate at the time was, uh, like, Hey, you know, I, I know a friend that owns a cab company. You could drive a taxi. And I was in like a resort area in California and I was, I was scared. I was like, no, I'm not driving a taxi. It's dangerous. It's da da da, you know. And so she, she just kept encouraging me. And then I would go and look at the paper for part-time jobs and the taxi job would jump out at me. And I was like, I was, I actually literally, I think, argued with God about it. Like, I'm not doing that, God. I don't want to do that. And so it just kept coming to me. And, uh, so one day she's like, I, I come home and she has a post-it posted for me. And she's like, um, Anita, you just need to go over. My friend's already pre-hired you. Just go and do it. And so I started out driving. I said, okay, okay, God, I'm going to do that for like the weekend during the day, not at night. And if I don't like it, I'm not doing it again. But I did it, and I loved it. And it was really crazy. You know, I just loved being with the people. And that's how I started. Like, you know, I had been trained, I guess you would say, by God my whole life to do to heal people, but I had never used it because I kind of suppressed it at an early age where my my mother didn't believe what I was saying. So um, this actually in the cab is where I started healing people. And for years, you know, I, I remember praying one time, God, why do you want me to drive a cab? He said, how could I bring people to you from all over the world to be healed? In what other way would I bring them to you? And I really got it. I was I was like, wow, that's true. So I started... Um, healing people in my cab and it was amazing i healed many many people how do you broach that subject when they get in and they say take me to fifth and main and then you yeah, say well, right i see well you know in the beginning i was against it too i was i truly was against it and you know when god's got a plan for you it's almost like he it's almost like he enters your body and takes over and talks for you that's how it was happening for me so i would be like arguing with him no i'm not gonna i remember the first time i did a healing uh, you know hands-on healing with someone in my cab, um, I used to read for people, and ha- you know, people would come through that had crossed over before. But the hands-on healing—the first time it happened—you um, know, he really spoke to me and said, "Heal this person." I'm like, "Heal him, heal him, heal him how?" You know, and he's like, "Just, just agree to heal this person." And uh, I was confused, and so uh, I, I, it was a girl who had had a motorcycle accident and had three cracked vertebrae. Um, and had disc and was going to have surgery. And I had taken her to a restaurant, and she twisted her 
uh, twisted getting out of the cab, actually, to go into the restaurant. So they call me back to come pick them back up, and they're like, I'm sorry, Anita, we can't. Um, we can't stay. She's twisted her back, and she's in so much pain. And so I was in on the process of taking them back to their hotel when, you know, he's like, her boyfriend was like, "Oh, can you pull over? She's going to get sick. She's she's so sick. She's got it. We got to pull over." And so while they were outside, while he was walking her around, that's when I heard, you know, God or divine energy say, "Heal her." And I'm like, "Heal her? Heal her? How? You know?" And I I was really confused, and um. But he said, just agree to heal her. So finally, I was just agreeing just to, you know, get through it. I was like, okay. So they get back in the cabin. It's almost like, you know, it was God just actually taking over me and speaking through me to that person. And that was the first time I was able to see inside the body like an x-ray. I could, I just, you know, I um, asked her if I could. I actually literally turned around and said, you know, I think I can help you. I can heal you. And at the same time, in my mind, I was going, what did I say? What did I say? Because it really wasn't me. It was it was God's energy talking through me. And so um, she agreed to it, though. You know, it's it's uh, when it's him, no one really denies, you know, and and I was in shock as much myself as she was. So but she agreed to it. And I was able to see inside of her, but I just turned around and said, you know, I see that you have three cracked vertebrae, and she had told me nothing. And I said, you you got two vertebrae there's, that are pinching your um, disc, and it's squeezing the disc, which is putting pressure on the nerves that are running down in your legs and, and, and almost paralyzing you that way. And so I laid my hand on her back. I had no idea what I was doing at the first, you know, but it was like God had taken over me and was doing this through me. And sure enough, in like five minutes, she was healed of all of the pain. I mean, she had just a little bit left. And by the time we got to the hotel, it was gone. And she it's like she didn't even remember she was in pain. So she got out of the car and left and went back into the hotel. And her boyfriend's looking at me and goes, I know what you are. You're one of those healer people. Well, at the time, I was like, I didn't even know what he was talking about. But And that was my first healing. It was very, it was amazing. The Healing Cab. Anita <laughs> Atwell is with us, and the website is Anita, not I need a, but AnitaHealing.com. If you've got a line, hold on to it. We'll get to Don in Mississauga and others. Here on The Conspiracy <laughs> Show, Richard Serrett with you. Stay with us. The world is being pulled over your eyes. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Anita Atwell is with us, healer and uh, medium. How do you deal with the, the uh, you know, the skeptics and the debunkers out there? Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm sure they come after you and, and uh, on many different levels. Some of them may say, well, this is necromancy and this is not Christianity or, right. or, or you are a hoax and this is a fraud. And, and how do you deal with that? Well, I have, we have quite a few testimonies. Um, to start with, and then, you know, I, I tell the story that I, I prayed about it one time, you know. Someone said, oh, that's witchery, or, you know, and I, I was confused. I'm like, is it? So I prayed about it, and I had, I actually had a Bible in front of me. I was praying about God, you know, if this is bad, you don't want me to do this, um, tell me now. And he said, open my book. And when I did, I, God's honest truth, I opened the Bible. There it was on the page. It said, there are people that will be gifted to heal and people to to see the future. And when I saw that, I thought, that's all I need, you know. But, um, for instance, I had healed a lady. I just used testimonies from other people. Um, I had a lady in my cab one time when I was driving a cab 
who said who was a regular customer who who said, "Hey, Anita, you want to go to lunch?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And I had no idea. I thought she was just wanting me to go to lunch to um, socialize. So we're in the middle of lunch. She said, "Anita, I'm getting ready to have surgery." And I have, and she had known that I was doing this healing in my cab, and I'd spoke to her about it. And she said, um, you know, I have cancer. I never told you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, and she said, can you help me? And I said, well, I don't know. Let's pray about it. And so we prayed about it, and I got a good feeling. And I set up a time to see her at her house, and I did a hands-on healing on her. It took like five, ten minutes. And I told her, I said, you know, I've seen a walnut size. It was like a walnut size. I could see it in the body um, of cancer. And it had diminished down to like the size of my pinky nail, you know, like maybe like a pea size. And I said, um, make sure you get an x-ray on this because you may not need surgery. I said, make sure they do a second x-ray. And so she called me like two or three weeks later and she said, Anita, I had surgery. I said, you had surgery? And she's like, yes, I had the surgery. And I said, well, what happened? She said, you won't believe it. The doctor came in. I woke up in my hospital room. The doctor came in and said, I don't know how to explain this to you. Here is the tumor on the x-ray. We went in to get it. I couldn't find it. And not only could I not find it, but the tissues around where it was, I like to never got sewn back together. And so it literally was gone. I was as shocked as she was because it was one of my first Heal. It was my very first he- cancer healing, um, and so it was amazing. I, I felt. I mean, God is God is powerful, you know. So she was totally healed, and then she asked me to heal her daughter's back, who had had a really bad um, back for like years, ten, twelve years, and so I ended up setting up that appointment and helping her with her back. So it's really amazing. We've got amazing results. And I always say, if it's God's will, you know, and we always pray about it, then, you know, his his energy is endless at what it can do, right? Uh, we have a Dawn on the uh, the line from Mississauga. Dawn, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. Good morning. Hi, Dawn. Good morning. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Anita. Hi. How are you? Good. Well, not that good. That's why I'm calling. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. No, I, I'm 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 fine. I just. Uh, I have chronic kidney disease, and I'm getting close to needing uh, mm. dialysis. And I'm just wondering, is there anything that you can do for that type of thing? Um, you know, I think I think I probably could. Um, you would have to schedule an appointment where I could do a healing on you, and then I could, you know, would, could let you know, but. Yes, of course. If you know, it's God's energy that heals. So, does it work better uh, if you're laying on hands, or does it work just as effectively from a remote location? Um, it's just as effective as a remote location because I really, it's not me doing the healing. You know, it's God doing the healing. So, okay. I'm just the medium that tell, you know gives the information back at what took place. Okay. So, what does he need to do in order to uh, to set up that appointment? So, he, you would just go to www.anitahealing.com, leave your information, and we'll call you and set up an appointment for you. Okay. I could do that. All right, Don. Good okay. luck with that. All yeah. the best. Okay. All right. We'll be Thank thinking you. of you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Right. Thank you. Do you see anyone? Uh, uh, I mean, we have a number of people in this in the studio here. Albert, the intern, myself. Uh, uh-huh. Any anyone coming through? Coming through. Um, I, I feel like Albert over here might have 
Is your mother still here? Yeah. She is? Were you very close to your grandmother, right? Never met her. No? (laughs) I feel like a female figure is coming through for you, like that, um... Anyone, Albert? Any female figure? My my wife, maybe. Yes. Well, but she's yeah. still alive. We're talking about someone from the other side. Oh, but she she had with. <laughs> uh, I, with her hand, she wanted. To, to, oh, she wanted the healing with her yeah. hand. Yeah. No, this is like someone who is pa- who has passed. That is, and it's a female. I think it's your grandmother. On your mom's side or your dad's side, that's passed. Um, they they both both passed, but I was born in Canada, and they they came out in 1956 from Hungary. So I've yeah. never met them. I I feel like I feel like your grandmother, and I think it's your mom's side, is your guardian angel, and I think she's around you all the time, and she takes care of you, and that's what I'm seeing for him. That so it's possible, even, even if you're not close, even, even if you weren't close, uh, yes. it doesn't. Want th- these things maybe change on the other side. Right. Well, I think she's just around him and protected him all the time, kind all of right. like his guardian angel. But I don't think anybody's past that he really needs to hear from. Is why he's not. Are guardian angels always uh, um, a relative that's passed on? Not always. Because um, a, yeah. a guardian angel is not the same as a messenger from God in that term, in that sense of an angel, right? Well, I believe that there's different angels. You know, there's mm-hmm. lots of different levels of angels. But I think sometimes, you, you know, you're, I, it is that sometimes your family members that cross over are, are you're kind of your guardian angels. They watch over you and they have roles to guide and lead you in your life. And I, that's what I'm seeing around him. I'm seeing, like, I think it's his mother's mother who um, is around him all the time. All right. Uh, we but have I don't think he has had a loss that he needs healing from, so that's why there's no one coming through like that he would know or remember. All right. Uh, we have someone on the line. Is it is it Roy? Yes, yes, Richard. Yes. Roy. Hi, Roy. Hello, Anita. I'm calling to ask if you could help me out with um, uh, lower lower back pain, and uh, the right the right leg uh, is uh, shorter than. And then the left, and uh, there's a pinched sciatic yes. and, and femoral nerve. Yeah, I think your hips are tilted. Yeah, I've got I've got a sore a sore uh, a sore right uh, right hip. That's correct. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I could book if you want to book an appointment. I could definitely help you with that. And I think that you need to do some exercises too. Um, do you have Do you have a shoe that has um, an extension on it to yes. balance your okay. Yeah, very good. I've had, I've had uh, orthotics and I had in the right shoe a lift uh, put in. There's still about another half an inch. They they said they wanted to try three quarters right. and then they'd boost it up some more later on. You know. Right, because I feel like that shoe is not right for yet for you, and that's why you're. It's making your hip your hip out of balance. Yeah, it's throwing it and off. And then it's putting a pinch on the nerve, and then, and I feel like you have a couple of discs in the lower back. Yes. I see them. Yeah, and and you've got um, 
You've got like three vertebrae down there and maybe one or two discs that are swelled right. and putting pressure on the nerve and it's causing the pain in your legs. Yeah. But very, you have to have that shoe adjusted. Yeah, very good, Anita. That's that's what it is. So if I go on your website and leave my information, then you'll give me a call? Yes. Well, that would be tremendous, Anita. Th- thank you for giving me some uh, hope for this and for taking the call. Yes, All right, Roy, so good luck welcome. with that. Yeah, thanks. Have a good day. Thank you. It's nice right. to meet you. AnitaHealing.com. AnitaHealing.com. Is it physically taxing uh, to uh, to heal either remotely or in person? It can be if it's a big healing. If I'm doing a full healing on someone, um, yeah, it, it definitely takes a lot of energy because you ha- it takes a lot of energy to see. Um, and so it's it's physically it's physically exhausting sometimes. So, um, and, and when you're doing a, sort of a scan of someone's body, when you're peering uh-huh. into their body, yeah, just like now I was doing that, uh, an X-ray does uh-huh. does that does that require a it great takes deal of energy? energy? Yeah, it right. takes energy to see. Is any of this ever done in a trance state? Uh, are you like, for example, like uh, using the the method of an Edgar Casey, where you're you're in a different state of consciousness, or are you always well, alert? When I'm doing it, when I'm doing a one on one-on-one healing and doing a full healing on someone. Um, I, I, w- I don't know what a trance state is, but um, I'm definitely in another state. I'm in a spiritual realm. You know, I get into a spiritual state with God. And um, it's definitely not your normal conscious state to be able to see. Right, right. Um, is there... Is there any uh, risk of physical harm to you when you're doing this? No. Um, you know, you have to, well, you know, for a normal person, it, it would be because dark energy is very uh, scary. You know, it's very powerful. And so, but I've been trained, you know, by God on how to make sure that I clear myself before and after a healing because you can pick up dark energy from other people when you're doing a healing, and it's very scary. So you have to be careful with that. Right. Yes. Uh, let me go back to the mediumship here. Uh, we're just about out of time. but uh, And this is something that conflicts me, because I'm, I, I'm an Orthodox Christian, and uh, I, I believe that you know certain people have the, the ability to heal. Yes. Uh, the, the, the quagmire for me, though, is in, um, in dealing with the whole aspect of spirit, the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in you know my faith tradition, you know you're, you're dead, you go to sleep, and uh, there is no real contact. How how do you does that pose uh, an issue for you? How do you reconcile, uh, you know, contacting uh, the spirit realm with your faith if that is an issue? Um. Well, I just I just went by you know I was confused about it at first, and I, I and I didn't trust it. Uh, because I had people coming to me like you that would say that, you know, say things like, oh, you know, you know, it's not, uh, it's against our religion. Yeah, we're warned against that as yeah, Christians. Yeah, you're warned against that, that as Christians. Yeah. And, and even myself, you know, you're not supposed, I know, even now, I know it's true that you're not supposed to concentrate on people that have passed or what's happening in the spiritual world because you have, you have things that you you're here to accomplish, and so concentrating on what is in the spiritual realm is not what you're supposed to be doing. But I believe that you know I'm very spiritual, 
And so I don't think God would have come to me and gave me this gift if it wasn't something that, because usually, you know, it's not, it's the people that hear that get a, a healing from someone who has crossed over is because that person is suffering in this, in this life. Almost, I mean, always, I have never had one person that I had someone come through just to have them come through. It's always because that person's suffering from that loss and they cannot go on. They're not living their life the way they're supposed to live it. And they're being blocked from living their life. They're suffering and they can't move forward in their life because of that suffering. So when that, when that person comes through, it's always because it's to release that or give that person closure. That's interesting. So, uh, because. So, and I believe that, I truly believe God would not use me to do that if he didn't have a purpose in, in healing that person that way. That's interesting. I've never had it, I've never heard it uh, put that way. That yes. only in those rare cases, perhaps, then yes. would God allow this chasm between life and death right. to be, to be, uh, uh, bridged because I don't. I don't think they're not going to come through if they're if they don't have a purpose of coming through. Because and if they do, maybe they're 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 tricksters, trickster spirits. Uh, yeah, exactly. Do you, do you believe <laughs> I, in that? Yes, and I can detect between a trick spirit and a real spirit. Yeah. And a trick spirit would be a, a demonic. Yeah, usually. Mm-hmm. Coming in the guise of a dearly departed right. loved one. So, so that's really. I mean, we have to be careful about yeah, that. Yeah, you have to be careful. You have to pray and just have faith and. Uh, you know, and, and I believe there's people that delve into that area, but it's not good, you know, and uh, you're not supposed to be messing with that kind of energy. Anita, where are you going to next? Are you uh, are you in the uh, Toronto area for a while? Anita? We're in the Toronto area here for a couple of weeks, and then um, it'll be back down to the States and maybe over to New York. Is there an event uh, while you're in town that you wanted to, to promote or... Um, Nothing specific? Nothing specific right now, but... All right. We're open to sessions. We're open to sessions while we're here, and so you, um, anyone that would like to have something done, just go to www.anitahealing.com and leave the information, and we'll get back with you. All right. While we're in town, we can see people Nice personally. to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you, too. All right, Nita Atwell. Thank you, uh, Albert Thank and you, uh, Tim. Back next week with uh, Michael Horn talking about the Billy Meyer case. In the meantime, don't be afraid. Nothing concealed that won't be revealed. Nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Good night.